I will say we've had this uh, baptism planned, uh, what, for about a month now ago. We were supposed to have it. It got postponed, and it got postponed a couple of times. And so we have it for this Sunday. I find it how God works in such mysterious ways. and You can imagine my mouth dropping when we're having the baptism for today. And I go to the AFLC website, and I pull up the readings for the very first time, and I pull up the reading for it, and here it's Jesus' baptism. I found that such a revelation in a way that it was the perfect day that uh, we're talking about Jesus' baptism on a day that we're going to have two young individuals who will be baptized today as well. So our reading today is from the book of Matthew, the third chapter, beginning with the 13th verse. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. That is our gospel reading for today. Like I said, I was just, my mouth just literally dropped open when I saw that, that here is our baptism Sunday, and we're talking about Jesus' baptism. It's one of the great events that occurred, and actually the baptism of Jesus Christ today marks the beginning of his ministry. This is actually when after he's baptized today, right after this though, he's going to go through a temptation period, and then he's going to go and he's going to be ministering throughout uh, the area. The temptation that he had to go through. You know, it's such a challenge in life. Every day we are tempted. And in a way, John was somewhat thinking, well, why, why am I baptizing you? You should be baptizing me. It's kind of like, say, the, the leader of an orchestra coming to us or any one of us and say. Hey, why don't you, why don't you uh, sing a song for me, for us, so we can sit back and relax and enjoy it. <laughs> and we'd probably say, uh, no, you're the professionals. You're the ones that should be singing to us. It's kind of scary in a way. And I'm sure John felt the same way. You know, and in a way, we sometimes feel intimidated when somebody comes around that is of higher stature. I know there's times when when I'm preaching here, and if I happen to know that there's another pastor that's visiting from the, another place, and they come and they hear, I'm kind of like a little bit nervous because I'm thinking what they're going to think about my message. Is my message going to be right? Are they critiquing me? You know, we go through that stuff in our minds, and it's just like, wait a minute. Why? Why do we torment ourselves? Just a lot... Do the best that you can. And I tell you, the only one that's going to know the difference is going to be you. So why make, why make a big issue out of it? And John was saying, ah, I should be baptized by you. And Jesus says, no, I'm coming to you. You will baptize me. And that's the way it's going to be. 
So it's so awesome that, that Jesus did that. Now the, uh, one of the elements of the baptism, of course, is water. And if we think back in the beginning of time, way back in Genesis, before creation, in Genesis 1, 2, it says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Can you kind of visualize that? Nothing but water and the Spirit of God is hovering over that. And during the baptism of Jesus Christ, Jesus himself descended into the water basically representing chaos and death in the ancient world. And then he came out of the water and the heavens opened up and God spoke to him. The Father spoke to him. You talk about the triune God at work at that very moment. The Father saying, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased. The Holy Spirit, represented by a dove, comes and descends upon Jesus. The Son of God, who is in the water, comes up out of the water. He don't need to be baptized because he was sinless. Nevertheless, he had to take the sins of the world upon himself. Why? Because of us. Because we have all sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. So as the spirit that hovers over the earth back at the beginning of time also came and descended upon Jesus as well. And then, of course, when the Father speaks, Jesus has his dad's approval, if you want to say. If you think back to creation, back at the creation story, back at the beginning of time, what did God say every day that he made something? It was good. And then when he made us, he said it was very good. Until we got tempted. Tempted by the devil, by the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Then things fell apart after that. I want to read a little bit about Jesus' temptation, though. Even though we fell to temptation... Jesus did not. In Matthew 4 we read, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter, who was the devil, came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Well, if that wasn't enough, then the devil took him to a holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the city. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift up in their hands, so you will not even strike a foot against a stone. And Jesus says, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. That still wasn't enough. The devil was bound and determined, as he does with us. He tries to do everything he can. So he took Jesus to the very high mountain. You can imagine being up there, 
you can see for miles, just hundreds and hundreds of miles. He says, all the kingdoms in the world and all their splendor, I will give to you if you would just bow down and worship me. Jesus wanted nothing to do with that. He says, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and ministered to Jesus. In our everyday struggles and everything that we face in life, no matter what it is, we're always being tempted. But there's always one Savior that always is around for us, and that's Jesus Christ. He's walking with us. And I remember the picture that hangs up that, uh, that says that um, there's two footprints in the sand. And then all of a sudden, we know hardship comes and we only see one. And right away, we're, we're quick to say, where were you, Jesus, during that time? When I was in trouble. I only see one set of footprints. And Jesus says, it was then that I was carrying you. In our feeble mind, sometimes we have a tendency to judge quickly. Not really look at the true story. Every day when you wake up, I hope that every day when every one of us wakes up, we say, thank you, God, for a wonderful day. It's a great day. Even though you can't see across the street because it's blizzarding out. Doesn't matter. It's still a great day. It's a wonderful day. And as we're about to ready to take baptism here, baptism is the washing away of sin. Jesus did it. He was baptized. John the Baptist, he was out there baptizing all kinds of people. And Mackenzie, she says, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing all here. I says, we could probably go out to the lake out here. We'll just dunk him in the lake and uh, we'll baptize him there. And that's what John the Baptist did back then. You know, he, they come in the lake, down, blessed them, brought them back up. And they were baptized. When you are baptized, you need to believe. Of course, the scribes and Pharisees who came out there wanting to see what John the Baptist was doing. John the Baptist, he didn't mince any words out there. That's the problem with pastors nowadays. A lot of them, they, they try to sugarcoat stuff. John the Baptist looked at them and said, You brood of vipers! Who do you think you are? Thinking that they would come out here. In the Bible, when a person wanted to begin a relationship with God by faith in Jesus Christ, they were invited to receive baptism. For example, in Acts 8, it says, As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the Enoch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I be baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the Enoch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. Right on the spot. Then later in Acts twenty-two sixteen, Paul tells of his own story of coming to encounter God's grace. Ananias told him, What are you waiting for? 
Get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on his name. Instantly. Baptized. We're baptized into Jesus' death. His death up on the cross. Because of his death up on the cross, which we're about ready to approach the Easter season, the Lenten season, the torment that our Savior went through for us. It's, it's very challenging to think about it. Our God, who created us, who breathed life physically into us. If you read the scriptures, it says, and he breathed life into this body that he created, God did, for us. And then we turned our back on him. So the father says, well, I guess you, the son, have to come down here and take the sins upon the world upon your shoulders and go through everything so they can be forgiven, so they can have a place up in heaven. Because that's our ultimate goal, is to get to heaven. It doesn't matter what our religion is. We all want to get to the same place. We all want to get up into heaven. That is our destiny. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to say, come up here and be with me up here in heaven. We live out our life. We're baptized. We go through confirmation. We go through Sunday school. We go to church. We go through life. Our closing song that we're going to sing today is The Morning Cry. It's one of my favorite songs, and I always sing that when, uh, we always sing that when we do a baptism. It's about our life as short as it is. Enjoy it. Rejoice. Be glad in Jesus Christ. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. And every day is a great day. If you have problems, put them upon Jesus. He'll carry them for you. The baptism washes away our sins. But we must also believe. Believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Believe that he actually died for every one of us here today. God loves you. He loves every one of us. I love you all as well. I even love my enemies. And I have a few of them out there. It doesn't pay to hold grudges. It doesn't pay to go through life with the chip on your shoulder. It doesn't pay to have that black cloud rolling over your head. Let the wind come, and it does come. Let it blow the cloud away. Let the spirit to say, away with the cloud, away with your problems. Come to me. I will give you rest. God is great and awesome. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with each one of us here today. May God bless you. And happy Sunday, everybody. Amen.